You know, you were on our show. I don't know, maybe six months ago or something now. Our Slab Sox live show Mondays at six p.m. Eastern time for all of you. Um, and we were talking to you just about you know how you got into collecting and stuff, and then kind of your role with overtime. And at the time, you're like, hey, we got some spicy announcements coming. Welcome back everyone to another interview here at the Min Collective at the Collectible Studio booth. Super excited to be here because we got a special one today with Sam from Overtime, Overtime Elite. Sam, thank you so much for joining. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. I made a last minute trip, so uh, definitely down to always talk to you guys. I love it. I love, I love it. That. So, you know, you were on our show, I don't know, maybe six months ago or something now, our Slab Socks live show, Mondays at 6 p.m. Eastern time for all of you. Um, and we were talking to you just about, you know, how you got into collecting and stuff and then kind of your role with Overtime and at the time. Yeah, like, hey, we got some spicy announcements coming. It resulted in a start of a new basketball league for high school prospects and maybe people that don't go or players that don't go to college. And then even more so, for all of you maybe, the start of Topps or the resurgence of Topps Chrome Basketball. This is the first Topps Chrome Basketball product that's licensed since like the 2009 release when they did the Topps and Topps Chrome uh, mix. But very cool. First off, congrats on this. Thank you, yeah, we, we've been working on it for a while, and as a basketball player and like a sports card collector, like having Topps Chrome Basketball and seeing like our logo on it is pretty pretty wild, so. Yeah, very cool, very yeah. cool. So maybe people who have watched this already know who you are, so we'll jump more into the Overtime Elite stuff, but give us some background on Overtime Elite before we start to talk about the product itself. Yeah, so Overtime, like, you know, we started as a media company, and <laughs> we've worked with all the top high school basketball players. We've worked with Zion, Lamelo, all, you know, all those guys. And one of the things we learned, not from those guys in particular, but just from talking to parents and players, is that like some guys like the route, the the the, the path, the route to the, you know the NBA, which is good. you do your AAU stuff, you go to college, then you go to the NBA, right? But like for some players, that that doesn't work. I mean, if you're a top player and you're 16 years old, everyone's posting you getting millions of views. You're not making any money off of that. Um, a lot of people, their their families could could use the money or money earlier, right? And like the other issue is. In some AAU programs, you're playing eight games in a weekend, and it's like not actually good for your body. That's terrible. No, it's like optimized for like whatever they're doing over there, not like actually for, for player development. So, so what we saw was that there was there was an appetite and an interest in like something on an alternative path to, to the pros. And like, look, Lavar Ball tried something, but uh, it, it wasn't necessarily, I think, ex executed particularly well. And, and we just thought like with our capabilities, with the people behind us, that if anyone could kind of create this alternate path, then, then it was overtime. And we thought if it wasn't us, it was gonna be someone else. So basically starting a couple of years ago, we started having these conversations and ultimately like we raised some money and, and, and it happened. So what, what the league is, I guess I'll just give it a quick. Yeah, it's a, it's a league for the top 16 to like 19 year old players uh, in the world. Um, some of them come from overseas, some of them leave their pro teams overseas. Some of them are coming from US high schools. So they leave high school. They come to our brand new facility in Atlanta. We have a state-of-the-art arena, practice courts, and weight room that rival, if not surpass, most NBA um, facilities. We, we, the facility is insane. Um, so they come there. Uh, they have a top-notch education. Uh, we hire I like them. That. Yeah, no, that, that's important for us. Like we need to make sure that they, once the guys leave our league, because not everyone's going to make the NBA. So we need to make sure that they're they're well prepared. Um, so yeah, the minimum salary is, is, is 100K, that's the minimum. Some guys are getting paid a, a, a bit more. Um, every player gets equity in the company. We wow. want them invested. Um, they, they get a cut of every licensing deal we do. 
Uh, and yeah, we, we, we want to make sure that these guys are both getting the best basketball education and the best regular education they can, and, and we're going to send some guys to the NBA. So, so wild. Yeah. Uh, schooling money too, right? Uh, yes. They, so, look, one thing we acknowledge is that we have 26 guys in the program right now. It's, it's only going to go up. Um, not everyone makes the NBA. So for those players that don't make the NBA or want to go back to college, each of them has a, has a $100,000 college scholarship. Which is really good. You can go yeah. to a lot of colleges yeah. in America all four years for under 100000 so. Yeah, yep. very good. That's awesome, man. So exciting to hear. And I give you guys props for starting that and uh, going through it because that's no small task building a league that matters. You know, and when you first talked about it, you know, I played AAU. You did, obviously, too. And that's about where my mind first goes is just another AAU circuit or whatever. But clearly it's not. Clearly it's much more. How much has the NIL stuff that happened helped you all be, be able to start this? And did you already know about that when you start talking yeah. about it? So, so, so we knew the NIL stuff was coming. I don't think it's helped or hurt us because like, our league operates outside of the, outside of the NIL. Like they, they're actually becoming professional athletes. So we don't need to abide by any NIL rules. I think one thing that made it a little bit more interesting was that like now you can go make some money in college. Um, but I think one big advantage that we have is like with us, you could actually make money for three years. And if you're a one and done player, you're really only making money for one year in college. So some people say, oh, like why would anyone go to overtime elite when they could just go to college and make NIL money? Well, one, like I don't, it's not as simple to make NIL money as is to sign a contract and get, get equity in a league and get licensing yeah. cuts. Um, and two, if you, you could start overtime elite in tenth grade, make money tenth, eleventh, and twelfth grade, uh, which could be in, at six figures. That's a, a significant amount of money that can actually set you up for the rest of your life, depending you on have, how you use it. You don't have to work at McDonald's as a tenth grader. No, no. That's so that's a big, that's a big advantage. And also, honestly, like our league, I, I firmly believe that our facilities and our training and are, are better than many, if not, are better than most colleges. That's so. Insane. So what's the big push behind Overtime Elite outside of your company itself? Can you share about who got involved at all? Yeah, yeah. so, um, well, David Stern was one of the first investors in our company, and he, and he believed in this. And then um, for Overtime Elite in particular, like, KD is invested, Drake, uh, Jeff Bezos, Carmelo Anthony, uh, Devin Booker has come to the facility. That's quite the uh, lineup. <laughs> yeah, Quavo's in the mix, which is cool. Like Quavo and Two Chains pull up to the games. That's so crazy. Because we want to become like a cultural and you're thing in Atlanta, Atlanta too. Yeah. yeah. So all of our, if you come to our games, first of all, we don't care about the money from the tickets right now. Like we're trying to just if, if kids want to come to the game, come in, have a good time. That's the like we, we, we want kids to just want to be there that are screaming their heads off that are having a, like a, like we just want a good atmosphere. Um, and like we, we were at we were over capacity for, for our playoff games, which is amazing. Um, but yeah, we just want to like bring kids in and help with the atmosphere. But anyways, those are not that, that's a side besides the point of investment. That's cool. That's awesome. Yeah, very cool. So you all started the league. You are clearly the card guy over time. Yeah, you, know, you may have known that you're the guy that's really the cards. Some people maybe here and there. How did all of this happen? Tops, Tops Chrome Overtime League. How did this get started from what you can tell us? Yeah, for sure. So um, uh, our, our, our CEO and, and chief content officer, our chief content officer, I mean, those two are my bosses. Um, and they basically, and, and I think we all kind of saw it coming, but when you start a league, right, like you got to figure out how you're, how you're going to make money. So one piece for us is the sponsorships, right? There's going to be like, like the State Farm and Gatorade and MetaQuest sponsor the league, which is cool. Um, Another big piece is like apparel. Uh, hopefully we'll get a media rights deal one day. But then the other piece is like, 
I mean, in a, in a booming collectibles market, right? Like, and you have these top players, like, okay, how do we figure that out? So I started our like account well before we even launched the league because we, we foresaw that there was going to be a cards play in overtime and we wanted to at least have like some type, some, some, some type of foothold. Yeah. Then, then when we announced it, that's when we started having meetings with all the, the major players in, in, in the card space. Um, everyone from the very big ones to, to much smaller ones. And like honestly, we just aligned with Tops on everything. They, they believed in it and like that was really important for us. They saw that it could be really big and they were down to just give us, you know, I mean like putting Tops Chrome Putting, making OT the first top score basketball product in since 2009, like that's a pretty significant is, investment. This America. is no small announcement here. A no. lot of people right now who don't know you might see this posted to a tops page or an overtime page and might think, well, what the heck is this? Yeah. This is not tops chrome that I'm used to because it's not NBA. Yeah. But in reality, this is maybe more meaningful to a lot of people, especially the players inside of here. Yeah. You know, to see yourself on a card, regardless if you're in 10th grade, 11th grade, 12th grade, or just out of high school, is awesome at that stage you know, that age of life. And in terms of the box itself, two autographs per box. Yeah. On card, everything. Yeah. So did you, have, did you have a hand in this saying like, yo, on card everything, let's yeah. do it. So uh, I, first of all, Tops is a great partner to work with. I told them, and we, we talked, and they were always on the same page. I was like, okay, no, no stickers. Like we have access to all the players in the same facility, right? It's not like in the MLB. Yeah. So we're like, okay, that on card we can do. Like we're just gonna get all the players together in the same space, we're gonna get them to, to knock out all the cards. Um, so that was really important. Um, but yeah, I think it's great value in the box. You get two aggressive box, lots of like colored parallels. There's not many of these boxes compared to, I don't know the exact print run, but I know there's like not, there's not close to as many as like Top Scrum Baseball or, oh, or sure. anything this, like that. Oh, so, Yeah, so I think it's a great rip. Um, I, I don't, I think, it, I think it's gonna sell for more in the secondary market than it's retailing for, but I don't think it's gonna be like something so extravagant that like, uh, you know, a fan of the league can't, can't afford it. So, um, go ahead, Nick. Um, I, just a, question that's been bouncing around my mind yeah some of these guys yeah you said it not gonna make the NBA yeah some of them are yeah <laughs> there's only gonna be a select few amount of NBA players that already have a card out before they get to the NBA because they will have yeah had to have played with overtime elite yes what do you think that is gonna do to these cards that they have a quote-unquote like a Bowman Chrome prospect yes. card that other guys just don't have so so that, that's the that's what I compare this to, right? Like, I, it, it is literally Bowman Chrome prospect, right? Like, Mike Trout's 2009 card is when he was just drafted. And, and, and those minor leaguers, a lot of them have the same or even less chance of making the MLB than, than these guys do, right? I mean, like, 46 rounds of the MLB draft. None of those, uh, barely, any, barely any of those guys make the, make the MLB. So I definitely view this as, like, the Bowman Chrome draft of, of, of NBA. Um, and I mean, I mean, like, my hope is that, fr from, like, a business perspective, right, like, I'm hoping that at least one of the guys in this box becomes a, the next NBA All-Star, the next a, a, a top five NBA guy, and then these boxes, this wax, like, holds value forever. And, like, look, I love the, I'm a collector, like, you guys know, like, I, I collect stuff, but from a business perspective, like, I, I want the box to be worth something. Like, you know, we, we put a lot of money, a lot of time and, and thought into the league and everything, so it's important that, that, that the cards that come out of it are, are valuable. So, I, I think that... I think that these cards, for when a man and a star Thompson go to the NBA, like I feel pretty strongly that they're Topps Chrome rookie card. And by the way, that's another thing to note: we we put the rookie card logo on every single card. Yes, yeah, I actually noticed that yeah. too. That's something we talked about, and and we were like, look, these are rookie cards. This is their first professional card, right? Awesome. Like, right. this is this is just their first professional card. This is a rookie card. Yeah. So that was important to us too. Um, 
So yeah, I mean, I, I think when Amanda Nassar Thompson, you know, become NBA All Stars, like I think their top scrum autographs OT are going to be uh, big, big quite expensive. Yeah, like I saw one's already on eBay with eight days left. It's at like thirty, thirty-five dollars. Like I, I think it'll. I'm curious to see. Like there's no market for these yet. Exactly. So and I'm interested. The other thing beside it is like right now, as for us sitting here, I'm sure so many people watching this. I couldn't tell you other than looking at the Carter names on the boxes who these guys are or anything. Yeah. We have to assume through media rights, through content, all that stuff, we will start to learn about these players, especially as the NBA draft approaches. Yeah. Getting in now, prior to a year from now, huge difference. Like huge yes. difference. Yes. I, I really think when people start to hear about these like Thompson twins, it could go crazy. Yeah. Could you imagine, you know, a couple years ago the Zion Williamson hype hype constantly from the time oh. he was 15. But he had this. To, to 18, if he had that. If he had these, if, if he had. Well, he was in high school. If he had these cards, they would be, they would be, I, I can't imagine they wouldn't be one of the hottest cards of the show. I agree. And here's the thing. Okay, so we know that with NIL and with Topps' play to get more into the, you know, amateur market, yeah, yeah, non-NBA, yeah. non um, they're going to gonna, they're gonna release more. They will release a Bowman University that ha is centered around college players. But the difference is, is that these are licensed, yes. OTE. Bowman University, as of now, until something changes with Panini's license, they don't have the college rights. Right. So we know that these players, I bought Johnny Davis, Bowman Next Auto, because that's cool to me, Wisconsin player. But there's no Wisconsin logos on it, it's just like a random red jersey. So this, while people might be, and will also be able to watch these guys on TV at some point, could be huge because of how much people care about license stuff. Yeah. No, this is fully, yeah, I mean, we have a really good, strong partnership with Tops, like fully licensed, like they, they come to the events, everything. So like, yeah, yeah no, th this is like a legit, like premium Top Scrum product with uh, with the Overtime Elite on it. How, how cool is it to you, knowing how this all started two years ago, and you look at this and you say, this is the same style card that has Lewis Hamilton, Pedri, Messi, all these different worldwide yeah. icons in here, now that you have Overtime Elite on here too. It's, it, it's crazy, but I want to even take it further. So we're talking with Tops about us designing, our graphics team designing inserts for next year. Yeah. So like, I, we're, we're trying to do, not, not, not that like, you know, the, the, obviously there's, there's a lot of creativity within the card space, but I, I, one thing I always like talk about is like bringing in people that don't have experience in one thing and just bringing like a different perspective. So we have all these graphic designers that are making graphics for our videos and things like that. And like, they're like, yeah, we could design a sick insert. So like, we're gonna do, we're planning on doing like overtime inserts. Maybe it's like one, maybe it's like one of the top swim inserts next year is an overtime one that's designed cool. in-house by overtime. Very cool. So I'm trying to definitely push the limits and, and we're, we're trying to do some cool stuff. And like, like I said, like tops is down for whatever. Um, and, and they've just been like a really good partner. Can yes. we, uh, can we bank on someday? Now, Top Scrum is amazing. Can we bank on like a high-end product someday? So we have Inception coming out this year. Really? Whoa. Yeah. So that's that, all. Yeah. Is that breaking news? Uh, no, that, the, 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 that's public, but the, <laughs> I don't have the exact date yet. But yeah, we're doing Inception. Um, so there's going to be relics. Uh, there's going to be like shoe stuff. Patch autos and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, that's Are gonna those be, all going to be on card too? Yeah. That's a big deal. Yeah. You know that patch autos in Inception for different sports or sticker autos? No, no, we're, and stuff? We're, not, we're not doing stickers. You're not doing that. I'm going to fly down to Atlanta and make sure every one of those cards gets signed. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, tell me, how can I get this, bro? What? Oh, yes. Okay. That's what it was. So, so we did a pre-release on the Overtime website. Sold out in 10 minutes. That was a very limited release. They're gonna release publicly on the 30th on tops.com, but then also like in your local hobby stop, uh, in your local hobby shops, um, Walmart. There's gonna be some blaster boxes in Walmart and Target, I believe. Um, like I said, like that's big. There are less of these out there than typical products. Um, so 
Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I would try to get them at that retail value. Because I really do think for $100, like, it's such a fun rip. Yeah. Can you share with me, I don't know if you can, the amount of autos each guy signed? Um, I want to say... I don't, I'm actually not sure if I'm allowed to say. So I, I, don't don't, say I think it. I better check. Don't say I think I better check. Sure. If I'm allowed, I will, I will text you. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't overstep just in case, but we know that we know there's going to be color autos at least. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, tell us, tell us, if you can, what are the different autograph parallels if you yeah. remember? So, um, okay. Like, there's, is this the base right here? There's that gold. Moment, or is this the refractor? That, that's the base. That so is the, the base, base is a refractor. The base is a refractor. Okay. Um, there's Superfractor, which is, I, I filmed a lot of guys sign their Superfractor, and I had them guess what, what the value is going to be. So those are obviously, like, so excited about. Like, I mean, having our guys Superfractors. There's gold. Um... I believe purple. You got orange? Orange. Blue? Blue I don't think I saw. Okay. So not that many is what you're trying to tell me. They're not that many. Like, right. I, I mean, they didn't sign, like, as many as they, like, Justin Herbert signed. Right, it's right, not, right, not right. Like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, they did it in, like, a... It, it didn't take them that long. Okay. It was, like, two you. sessions. Well, one last question. You bring it up. You filmed your players signing the Super Fractors, yes. right? Get some content out there, have them guess. How many of these guys... You know, we're excited about it. Collected cards, um, and really kind of knew what they were doing, 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 and giving a good guess. And how many of these guys maybe are like never into it, but might be able to get into it because yeah. they have their own cards? So I don't think a lot of them knew exactly what the size of the sports card market was. But but when I went in there, I was like, I was when I went up to them and asked and told them about the supervisor or filmed them. I was I told them I was like, yo, if you make the NBA and you become a really good player in the NBA, like this card could be worth a lot of money. So then they were like, oh. <laughs> When I told them I was like the Mike Trout card sold for five million, they were like, "Oh, like that, that's how you get their attention, right?" Yeah. So they, once I told them that, suddenly they're taking pictures of the cards on, uh, on putting it on their Instagram. Like, hey, here's my million dollar cards. Right. Today. Then suddenly, like, he's they're, they're, they're taking a little more time signing the signing the autograph. So I think I need no JG from this guy. No, so his was much better on the supervisor. But look. He got tired. You could tell he got tired. Like his autograph at the beginning was much better, and he just got tired by the end. Of so it. there's some scarcity now to his autos. Get the better ones. There's some scarcity to his full auto for sure. This is Gortman. That's Jason Gortman. Yeah. So he, he's he's good. He's he's a uh, right now projected second rounder. But okay. We'll see. Huh? Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know the exact all the colors. I can't remember. But that's fine. I mean, for me, like I want to see what happens with the super factors. Like I, I just have no like. What is the Amen Thompson super factor worth right now? I have no idea. I don't think anyone knows until it sells. Yeah. Exactly. Like, I just have no idea. So it's interesting. It's just like an interesting, like, social experiment to see what, what, what happens with these. Yeah. All right, Sam, if you want to leave our audience with one last thing on your new Overtime Elite Top Current product, or just in general, what is it? Yeah. Um, I, th I think, like, the, the thing that's important for us is, like, we're trying to pave the way or do something different. We're trying to economically empower all, all, all these players, right? Like, getting paid 16, 17, uh, six figures is, is a lot, but we're, we're, we're trying to teach them how to use the money, how to make that money work for them uh, long term. And like, really, we're just trying to make something like at overtime, we just want to blow everything up and, and, and change the way things are done. Um, and, and, and we hope that we're doing it with the league and, and you know, Tops Chrome is, is, is part of that, that, that journey for us. So uh, I'm just excited for people to see it. And I, I really just hope people like it. I hope they enjoy ripping it and just like, like the product. That's so awesome. Well, Sam, thank you so much for joining us. You heard it March 30th on Tops.com, Overtime Elite, the new hobby box, the first Tops Chrome basketball to release since the license product in 2009, which wasn't even really Tops Chrome. The last actual Tops Chrome release was 2008 Tops Chrome basketball. So, man, it's been a while, but here we are. We've got it. 
and I'm excited. I'm gonna try to get some on March 30th also. All right, guys, so quickly, best deal you ever made? Uh, well, when I bought my Topps Chrome LeBron James Refractor BGS 9.5 Rookie, that was probably the best deal I ever made, because in about two months it over doubled. And that was back in like April 2020, but yeah, it was crazy. Uh, best deal I ever made was Aaron Ashby Super Refractor Auto at the National 2020, 2021. Bought that bad boy for $400 and 10 times in two months. That's pretty good. Actually, if we're talking like lowest and biggest, I bought $10 and bought me Silver's Graham for $8 sold for 4K. Damn. I don't want up him. <laughs> Actually, if we're talking lowest and biggest, oh wait, no. <laughs> he is a guy, he is a guy. Okay, other end of the spectrum, worst deal you ever made. Okay, I got easy. Uh, I put like $1,500 into Orlando Garcia, 2015 Bowman Chrome Autos. He was like a top five prospect at the time. I had no idea how to read prospects. He was a prospect guy. I did not ask him. I was just happy about the Brewers prospect being in the top five. And I sunk $1,500 in it. This is back in 2000 and maybe 17. And you can imagine the amount of cards I could have gotten for $1,500 in 2017. Some yeah. being like 50K now. Uh, the worst for me was the first card I bought by myself getting back into the hobby. And it was a second year Chris Bryan auto for $400. It was a bad purchase at the time. I didn't realize it was a second year auto. And I think I ended up getting out of it at like 300, 250, somewhere like that. Really quick, he also bought Adrian Morahone non first super factor. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. For like one. what, 250, that was 300? A 200. 200, 200 yeah, not, not great. That, that made great. it into a kid's pack this that last did. national. <laughs> I wonder if somebody got it. Fastest, like, I, if this is a different answer, like, what's the, like, would you ever have a flip where you made a lot of money, like, very quickly? Uh, uh huh. You had one? Yeah. Also, 2021 national. Dollar boxes, you ever hunt those dollar boxes? I, I, I don't have the patience. Hunt those dollar boxes, I found $100 worth of cards, sold them for 1400 bucks. Okay. Yeah. Um, my dad and I here, we love doing Formula One, and we traded for a Max Verstappen purple out of 10 Sapphire uh, from the first Top Storm Sapphire set. You know, at the time we traded in at a value of 5K, within a week after the National listed on eBay for like 10 grand and got like $8,500 off within like 10 minutes. But now that card's like a good like 25, 30K, so. Damn. Okay. Other end of the spectrum, fastest money you ever lost? Oh man, that's a tough question. Fastest, I, I think that the fat, I'll give you like a category. Fastest money I ever lost had to be on grading a card. I bought a, this was recent, the last two months. LeBron EX, rookie the acetate. Love the card, bought it raw. The guy pulls it in 2003 in a magnetic sense, and I'm like, this is money. This card is no chance it's less than a nine. I paid up big on it, because I'm like, maybe even a nine five from SGC. I got a seven. Oh. Auction it off, it gets like $650, $700, and they paid like $1,600 on it. This was like two months ago. It was, that was That was one of the worst I think I've ever had in a quick amount of time. I got nothing for that one. Oh, oh man, he's, he's, good. he's he, never he, lost he money. He's so good, he's so good. Okay, what's your favorite card in your collection? I think I gotta go with Hank Aaron, 1954 rookie, PSA three. I have a lot of cards that I like a lot that are valuable. That Hank Aaron's obviously valuable, but that one, and then also a Kobe 96 rookie PSA 9 that I bought at my very first card show ever for like a dollar raw for a show too. Okay, this is a related question. What's your favorite food? <laughs> favorite food? Uh, mac and cheese maybe. Okay, would you rather give up your Hank Aaron rookie rookie card or never have mac and cheese again? Oh, I'll give up mac and cheese. I have plenty of other things to eat. Okay, fine. Okay. So uh, mine is a Sviatoslav Mikhailuk. Prism, 2019 oh, Prism Pink Pulsar. 2018 Prism. 2018 Prism Pink Pulsar, number 42. Pulled it myself. We went Luca hunting for $70 retail boxes. You can't find those anymore. Yeah, mother, yeah. And uh, pulled the Svi instead. I'm a Kansas guy. He's a Kansas guy. Love it to listen.
Wait, you, you, you're, you're not you're, you're not kidding. That's actually your favorite card. This is me, Mikayla. Oh yeah. Okay, and what's your favorite food? Ooh. Is that pixel that's like a, beef because you can't eat that's it? That's a loaded question, but I'd probably say I don't know, like chicken mole. Okay, and so would you rather wait chicken mole? Yeah. Okay, and would you rather <laughs> would you rather give up your Svi Mikhailuk or never? He's burning the Svi. Oh, I would I would throw the Svi so far away so quick as I'm. He needs his chicken. This kid's obsessed with food. Of course, he's not gonna give up the food.